A Christian school has banned Harry Potter from its library on the recommendation of a very surprising source. A pastor from Myanmar faces potential persecution for his words to President Trump about religious persecution. And Justin Bieber bared his soul in an emotional post about God's perfect, unfailing love. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All of those stories are coming up, but first, a message from today's sponsor. When you pour a cup of Lutheran World Relief Farmer's Market coffee, you're not just filling up your cup. You're giving a farmer in Nicaragua a chance at growing his business. Or a mother in Uganda the chance she needs to send her kids to school. Let us show you how your daily cup of Farmer Direct coffee can change a life. Start changing lives by drinking Farmer Direct coffee. Learn more at lwrfarmersmarket.org. That's lwrfarmersmarket.org. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how's it going, man? It's going well. Bonjour from Paris, Jesse. <laughs> Parlez-vous français? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Tyler is our uh, currently our resident uh, roving reporter in Europe, currently living in, in, in France. Tyler, thanks for joining us, man, all the way from across the pond. Uh, this one, speaking of from across the pond, this is, this is a story that's rocked the globe. <laughs> Especially for all the Potterheads out there. Um, oh, yeah. uh, particularly Potterheads that are in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, tell us a little bit about this current controversy that's going on with the Harry Potter series. Yeah, as soon as I get at Nashville, we finally get a little bit of news from my from my old hometown, <laughs> my, my actual corner they of the knew, globe. They knew you had left town, and that's the only time yeah. that you know they could get away with something like this. this. Yeah. yeah, and this uh, this story is kind of weird across the board because it sounds pumped in from kind of the early 2000s uh, or maybe the early 1600s, depending on how you think about these things. But a Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee, has banned the Harry Potter books, citing the counsel of several exorcists, both there in Tennessee and in Rome. No word on whether or not they checked to see whether or not these books floated before doing so. <laughs> According to an email obtained by the Tennessean, Reverend Dan Rehill removed all seven books in the Harry Potter series from the St. Edward Catholic School Library. Uh, he said, these books present magic as both good and evil, which is not true, but in fact, a clever decision. He went on to say the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which when read by a human being, risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. That comes as a great surprise to me, who definitely tried to read these spells many times when I was a <laughs> child and did not have any success in trying to conjure any magic or evil or spirits, evil or good whatsoever. <laughs> well, I, I mean, what's kind of startling about it is, you know, Banning books is is kind of censorship, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and obviously there was a time there was a time in the late nineties, early two thousands, in which the Harry Potter books were regularly listed among the most banned books in the world because of campaigns like this one, usually from the evangelical and Catholic communities. But love it or hate it, the students of Saint Edward's aren't left with a whole lot of recourse. Rebecca Hamill is the superintendent of schools for the Catholic Diocese of Nashville, and she told the Tennessean that quote each pastor has canonical authority 
authority to make decisions for his parish school. He's well within his authority to act in that manner. So it doesn't appear that there's going to be any uh, significant way that the students or their parents here can push back. Uh, this is all, of course, despite the fact that Rowling has said many times that she herself is a Christian, and uh, she has said in interviews that, quote, that fact seems to offend the religious right far worse than if I said I thought there was no God. Um, <laughs> so these, uh, these books will not be available to the students. Of course, they will be able to find them in other places in America, like probably just about any bookstore or a place where the where that has access to uh, the internet or a TV screen. Uh, and in fact, Rebecca Hamill seemed to acknowledge that. She said, quote, should parents deem that this or any other media to be appropriate, we would hope that they would guide their sons and daughters to understand the content through the lens of our faith. We really don't get into censorship in such selections other than making sure that what we put in our school libraries is age-appropriate materials for our classrooms. So that yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that story. It is yeah. uh, kind of strange, kind of a strange, it seems like a little bit pumped in from a bygone era of Christianity to still be censoring Harry Potter. When I was a kid, there was a big scare about the Smurfs because oh, yeah, of Gargamel, yeah. the wizard or warlock or whatever he was, but that seemed to blow over and Smurfs seem okay now. So maybe it, it Harry always, Potter will be fine one day. It always struck me as a little odd that you get the wizards in Lord of the Rings and Narnia get a little bit of a pass because they're <laughs> like, well, they're okay. They're the good wizards, but but then there's bad wizards too. You never, yeah. you just you know them when you see them. It's it's a tough. The wizard line is very difficult, and <laughs> it's, we're it's, still it's, figuring it out. So, <laughs> well, hey, turning to some international news, uh, a pastor in Myanmar he faces possible persecution over things that he actually said when he was here in the U.S. Tyler, break down the story for uh, a little bit for us. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, complicated and concerning, but uh, this story is about a gentleman by the name of Dr. Hakalam Samson. He's a Baptist minister from Myanmar, and he could face prosecution for a very brief conversation he had with President Donald Trump here in the U.S. about being, according to him, oppressed and tortured by the Myanmar military government during a visit to the White House. Uh, Dr. Samson told Trump that the Myanmar government mistreats and abuses its people, and then, almost as if to prove his case, the uh, Myanmar Colonel is now seeking to prosecute Samson for just that language, according to the New York Times. Samson was part of a group of international religious leaders that met with Trump to express concerns about religious freedom in their various home countries. Tyler, tell us a little bit about uh, more about who Dr. Samson is and his role there in Myanmar. Well, Dr. Samson lives in Mietkana. Uh, that's a capital city of the Kachin state in Myanmar. He is awaiting a court decision about the colonel's complaint, which is expected to rest on Myanmar's sort of infamously draconian criminal defamation laws. Uh, dozens of these criminal defamation laws have been brought by colonels against their critics, and many of them have been successful. Uh, Samson told the New York Times, there is no freedom of expression for Myanmar citizens wherever you are because you can get in trouble even when you talk about the the truth in the White House. Samson himself is president of the Kachin Baptist Convention, and he's a leading rights advocate for a predominantly Baptist ethnic group in northern Myanmar known as the Kachin. So because Samson actually said these things while meeting in the White House, you know, I guess the big question is, will the U.S. get involved if officials persecute, prosecute him 
in Myanmar. Well, that's not totally clear. According to the Times, some Trump officials have privately expressed concern about these meetings. Uh, they say that speaking about these issues in the Oval Office could open up these ministers to increase persecution in their homelands. Now, earlier this summer, President Trump did level sanctions against Myanmar Senior General Min Ong Hilang and three of his officers for their role in a campaign against ethnic Muslims, which officials said amounted to ethnic cleansing. So we'll see if uh, they continue to increase pressure on Myanmar colonels or if they're going to let this one slide. Yeah. Well, finally, Tyler, uh, pop superstar Justin Bieber, he's mm-hmm. he's been pretty transparent on Instagram in particular these days about his faith, his spirituality and some struggles he's faced. Uh, but the, the uh, post that he made earlier this week was, you know, really one of the most transparent things he, he's he shared. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. what what he wrote there. Yeah, it's been an interesting story to follow. He's been using social media in a very, very confessional sense lately. Uh, got pretty raw over Instagram about a difficult seasons, past and present, uh, and also affirming that his faith, about which he seems to be getting very, very serious, has helped him through it all. Um, Bieber is obviously in the top handful of best-known people in the whole world, and he's become almost as famous for sort of the, the bad boy period of the early aughts that he was in as he was for his pop songs. And of late, he's been going through a very public wrestling match of how all the media attention has affected him and how he's trying to get right for himself, his marriage to Haley Bieber, and God. So what exactly did he say in this one? Because like I said, like you were saying, it was really personal. Yeah, so in the late, it's very long. We have the whole thing embedded over at relevantmagazine.com. But uh, on the post, Bieber admitted that, quote, it's hard to get out of bed in the morning with the right attitude. Uh, he said, mm-hmm. have you noticed the statistics of child stars and the outcome of their life? Uh, he asked. He said there is an insane pressure and responsibility put on a child's brain, emotional, frontal lobes, decision-making aren't developed yet. He goes on to talk about being 18 with no skills in the real world, with millions of dollars and access to whatever I wanted. That is a very scary concept for anyone. Uh, that's obviously very true. Bieber's correct here. And while it might not be a huge shock to anyone who had internet access in 2012, uh, he did say that he started doing some, quote, pretty heavy drugs and became, quote, disrespectful to women. Uh, and it's still pretty moving to hear him open up about what it feels like uh, to have very candid regrets about those times. Uh, he says it's taken years to bounce back from all these terrible decisions, fix broken relationships, and change relationship habits. Uh, that sounds pretty dark. Did it? Did he end on kind of uh, any kind of hopeful notes? Uh, a little bit. Uh, he says that he sound, it sounds like he's very grateful for his wife. He's called marriage the best season of his life. And he, it sounds like all the time around his pastor friends like Carl Lentz and Judah Smith is paying off too. His final thoughts uh, were, love people today, not by your own standards, but by God's perfect, unfailing love. And that was in all caps too. So praying for Justin Bieber, uh, obviously we hope want the best for him and his wife and really grateful for the positive influence that he has in life because it doesn't always go this way with these child stars. Yeah, and I think his message there at the end, the loving people not by our standards, but by God who, you know, his, his love is perfect. He's a message we can all we can all apply to our own lives. So, Tyler, yeah. thanks, man. Thanks, Jesse. Alright, well, to read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out RelevantMagazine.com. Also, be sure to follow us on social media for the latest. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and be Be sure to subscribe to The Print Magazine and all of our other podcasts. And remember, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.